0: Hello and welcome to episode one of Abnormally Normal. Hey. Welcome.
1: How are you, Matthew?
0: Very good, very good. Can't complain, can't complain. So I think we should start with welcome and introduction. Yep. I think we should do who, where, why and what. Um, so let's start with who. Okay. Who are we? I are we, will go
1: first this time. So I'm Beth, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Well, everyone knows my name? and Well, everyone doesn't know my name, just I mean from the podcast details. I'm 23, I grew up in East London and I then went off to Nottingham to study. I studied media, well actually I studied marketing for a year and then I changed to media with communications, but that's another story um I basically thought marketing would give me the most money <laughs> little teaser there um but I decided to change and I was a lot happier that's um, interesting
0: that you you based your university choice on what would give you the most money
1: yeah I literally just googled before finding a course <laughs> um just googled what, what should would I make do with the my most life money <laughs> in media. tell me google yeah and then that I just did a whole year of that course and I wasn't happy and it wasn't for me I don't want to be an accountant and when
0: did you know that you weren't happy in it straight away or halfway pretty through much
1: or? which is it was definitely a learning curve because I learned to not if you're something's not right or if you're not happy then make that change rather than put it off um but I did make the change after a year and I changed I stayed at the same uni and went to a different campus and I was a lot happier did a bit of PR journalism marketing a bit of psychology um and had the best lecturers so yeah now I'm based in London and I'm working in digital media so that's very crazy but also exciting
0: it is exciting
1: and that's also something we'll discuss another time and a bit today about our careers but what about you?
0: Uh, well, I was born in Cambridgeshire. I'm Matt. Nice to meet you, sorry. Should have started. <laughs> so I was born in Cambridgeshire. Uh, my family is in, or was in, the RAF. So when I was younger, we moved around quite a lot. Uh, lived in quite a few different places, mainly in the UK, but mainly out... Uh, some, some of those were outside the UK as well. Uh, I spent seven years in boarding school. I know, what did I do, really? <laughs> I'd probably get less for murder now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, no, it was it was very good, very stable education. It just got me to where I am today, so very thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, after that, I went to uni, as many students do today. Same I did... uni? Same Same uni as me? Oh, not this first one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that I was... About that. I went to Oxford Brookes to do a foundation engineering course. Yeah. Because I was in love with in that aspect, but I wasn't very good at maths, so I pretty much <laughs> failed. Well, yeah, I pretty much failed the maths module almost immediately. Okay. Um. So that was fun. Uh, so I decided that that wasn't for me. Made a big grown-up decision, and uh, I dropped out. Which sounds bad, but
1: I no, had, no, I I had enough
0: self-awareness back then. I think
1: yeah, I to realize so.
0: that it wasn't for me. Um, so I went to looking for apprenticeships because I was much better with my hands anyway. Yeah. I was much more hands-on rather than, you know, suck in the theory a bit. So I applied for Jaguar Land Rover, got all the way to the end of their recruitment process.
1: Pretty funny because three. they're my client now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you're working with them now.
1: Yeah.
0: It's all, it's all come full, full yeah. circle, hasn't it? <laughs> but um,
1: you got to the end, sorry.
0: Yeah, so there was three positions for apprenticeships back then. I think it was three anyway. Uh, and they told me they they very proudly told me or very (laughs) very brazenly told me that I came fourth
1: that's so oh you were very
0: good but you came fourth
1: don't you hate that when you have an interview
0: don't even get a medal
1: yeah you need something try again rather (laughs) Uh,
0: so that destroyed my kind of I I put so much work into that and it was so much time and effort to go through all the bloody recruitment process so that saying that oh you you came fourth but apply again next year just completely destroyed any motivation I had for that um which is I guess how they you know cut down their amount of applicants each year so I decided to just go and get some work and then I went back to uni to do physiotherapy
1: yeah
0: but I didn't get into the physiotherapy course I got onto the sports science course at Nottingham Trent same university as you
1: yeah
0: where we met um but I didn't do the sports science course either because I went and do, I went and did psychology.
1: Okay, quite different to engineering. There is a
0: very good reason that I, did, I went and did psychology. Why? But it links into the the podcast. It links into the uh, section of the podcast later. So I'm okay. going to talk to I'm going to talk to you about that. Come later. back to that. Yeah, we'll come back. To that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, went to university for three years. Came out um, in 2017. So I have spent the last. Two and a bit years. Yeah, you graduated the year before me. Yeah, so it's probably two years. No, two, two and a bit years. Um, working in education, pretty much straight away
1: yeah, out of right university.
0: Yeah. So I'm now working in London in a school, very good school, very good job. Very good school. Uh, and I like it. It's very, you know, it's it's a it's a good job. Uh, there's lots and lots of holidays, which is <laughs> <laughs> one of the perks. I, I know. I know everyone thinks that teachers have it easy, but. No, it it's, is it's very hard. hard. Tiring. Those, I, we need those eight weeks in the summer. Yeah. Um, that's how I justify it to myself anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, we. Um, that was pretty much who and where. Should we do why and what?
1: Yeah, I think we should just tap on, um, you know, mental health issues, how they play a big part um, in most, I think pretty much, everyone's lives at some point. Is they, that the why? They've experienced it. Yeah, that's the why. <laughs> okay. Well, for me personally, that's why, and I think yeah, it's so been we, it's been a big part of my life.
0: Yeah. So we wanted to normalize the stigmas behind it and the fear behind mental health issues because they're, they're unknown to some people. A lot of people still. Yeah. I mean, we're in 2019, and many people still are unsure of certain mental issues uh, because of how they've been portrayed in the media and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but we wanted to kind of. Normalize the stigmas behind those, um, as well as talk about normal life, relationships, living in the capital city, starting careers, and all that kind of
1: Everything stuff. Everything and anything. Yes. So, please we're send us questions.
0: Uh, we're going, yeah, please send us questions. Uh, we have an email, um, it's on, abnormally65 at com.
1: or you can message us on Instagram. Yes, we really would appreciate questions because we want we, to do yeah, a
0: podcast, we, we want to talk to them. We want to talk to each other and you guys about all these different issues. Yeah, that's exactly exactly. what we're going for in this podcast. We want, we want to talk more. We want more people to talk about more things. Exactly.
1: So we want people to be involved. So yeah, just just drop us a message. Yeah,
0: communication is very important. I think it's something that's been overshadowed, like that face-to-face human interaction. I think is being overshadowed by the rise of technology. Exactly. Don't get me wrong, technology is fantastic, it's brilliant. I mean, Yeah, well, we're using you know, it for
1: our podcast. So.
0: Yeah, this, this phone that we're talking into now is <laughs> more powerful than the rocket that took, you know, those men into space all those years ago. Crazy. So please, you know, send us a message, um, follow us on Instagram as we'll be posting more uh, content surrounding the podcast. We're ab underscore normal podcast on Instagram Class so said. ab a b underscore normal podcast
1: perfect okay well I just wanted to say hopefully so a bit more into the what hopefully our podcast is relatable to you guys hopefully the stories we share and hopefully we'll have people on share stories
0: yeah we've got some great guests lined up already exactly yeah people, people want to everyone. talk
1: which is great and that's I'm really sure, good really yeah good. it's really we really appreciate the positive response we've had and hopefully their relatable stories and it gets people talking
0: yeah we'll go into um our own our own experiences with uh, mental health yeah and uh we'll start with that we'll start this podcast with that
1: yeah i think that's what we're going to do today just perfect tell you guys a bit about ourselves do you want to share a bit about your statistics that you found yes yes
0: <laughs> i found some st- statistics can't even say the word <laughs> it's hard maybe, I, maybe I'm not qualified to do this uh, <laughs> so I found these on a website called mind.org.uk uh, you can go and check that out if you uh, need any help or would like to view these statistics um, but they're quite shocking to be fair um, so the first one I've got is one in four people in the UK one in four people in the UK will experience a mental health problem each year each year one in four it's we crazy. Have, we have four tables. Four, four tables, <laughs> Four chairs around this table. So if we filled this up with people, one of them would have a mental health problem. It's crazy. Would experience like that, that right? each year. It's, yeah, mind-blowing. So one in six people, this is my next, next statistic, mm-hmm. one in six people report experiencing a common mental health problem, such as anxiety or depression, in any given week. Any given, like, that's just... Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? That is sad. Um, overall, the number of mental health problems has not changed significantly in the the recent history. In recent history, mm-hmm. um, but more modern worries like money, jobs, benefits, and I, I think social media has a part to play in it as well. Uh, makes coping harder, so it makes co- those coping mechanisms are getting worse so more how isolated. people yeah so how people cope with it is getting worse with incidents of suicidal thoughts and self-harm increasing which is really sad um i mean i, th- I think a lot of that can be I, I personally believe that a lot of that can be um countered by just talking more communicating
1: yeah it, it definitely whether you know it, it can't always just be the one answer to all issues but i think it definitely really helps and it's the starting point and yeah I think, well dates, that's the, that's yeah. the point isn't it
0: it's the starting point
1: i agree
0: i mean so uh, i've found some statistics that perhaps relate a little bit more to me as i'm working in that industry but uh 10 of children and young people now they state children and young people to be anywhere between five and 16 years old five years old
1: Sans. this goes as early Sans. as
0: five years old but i this, think the statistic
1: we were saying earlier i think it's because when you're that age i know that personally for me yes. yeah, yeah. you just don't have the emotional understanding to know what's going on in your mind necessarily yeah especially so. at five like you you just wouldn't understand certain no. situations you don't really understand certain things going on around you
0: I mean, five years old can you can you remember when you were five years old
1: Parts. I can't Parts remember what I was five years old. I can't
0: remember You're, you're, you're a bit older than me. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 10% of children and young people have a clinically diagnosable mental health problem. That's just mental. Like, a clinically diagnosable mental health problem. And 70% of those children and adolescents who experience mental health problems haven't had appropriate interventions at a sufficiently early age. So... I mean, I don't know if that's going to be a massive impact later on in their lives, but having an early intervention—I I know I've seen it firsthand. Having an early intervention can help that person massively, massively. Yeah, yeah, massively, because they they get the help they need that they need earlier on, so that they're more likely to recover yeah. as they grow up.
1: Which is why I think it's so great that hopefully, you know, our podcast and. Lots of people talking about mental health, and it's becoming, it is becoming,
0: yeah,
1: um, a topic that is being talked about. A yeah, bit the, more the awareness now, which is, good. is fantastic, so but I think still that makes people more aware of those situations. Yeah, there's still work to do, isn't there? Yeah, but especially for you know, teaching environment like yours, hopefully, you know, it is easier to pick up on certain situations. Oh, yeah, mass-
0: I've seen, I mean, the more time you spend in that environment I think the better you get at spotting it yeah and
1: the more we talk about these
0: things but that's it the more we talk about it and the more we normalise it into our own you know friendship groups and our conversations
1: exactly
0: just um, everywhere the the better we get at you know seeing it I mean your friendship group is how many big right mine's probably six or seven big right
1: yeah mine's like like, six or seven people yeah mine's just a nice little
0: yeah so yours is what four or five yeah five six something like that
1: four or five But then, if we take
0: that statistic from earlier, one in four people in your friendship group, at least one person in your friendship group is going to have experienced a mental health problem in any year. Yeah, exactly. The
1: thing is, and also I've got different friendship groups, so if you just think of it like that, you know, your uni friendship group or your friends from home and you've got, or whoever, you've got those friendship groups. If you count how...
0: Yeah, there's Many gonna be some up. Yeah, So I mean it's, even just it's crazy. The, I think we underestimate the value of just asking if people are okay okay. Yeah. Taking an interest, not taking, yeah, I'm fine for an answer.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think
0: delving deeper into that I think is more important. But this isn't really necessarily a topic you'd speak about in the pub with your friends, right? I wouldn't I know I wouldn't go for a pint and talk about depression or anxiety. But I think if we can talk about it, then it's, it's, it's only going to be a force for good.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So, and my last one, my last statistic. <laughs> in 2014, I know it's quite a, uh, a few years ago.
1: Still, still relevant.
0: Uh, 19.7% of people in the UK aged 16 and over showed symptoms of anxiety or depression. So that was a one point five increase from two thousand thirteen. That's quite a big jump from
1: yeah, that in is one year.
0: Really big jump. That's a very big jump. So that's nearly two percent.
1: Yeah, that's that 20... a lot actually.
0: That's nearly twenty percent of people in the UK age sixteen and over showed symptoms of anxiety or depression. That's really sad.
1: That's twenty really percent of the
0: population. That's quite a lot of people.
1: It's a, that's a really good statistic. Actually, I like that one because that just.
0: I lied. It wasn't my last statistic. It was actually was part of it, so it was higher. That was higher amongst females. So, of that nineteen point seven percent of people in the UK, twenty two and a half percent of that was females.
1: That's really interesting.
0: And only sixteen point eight percent. I say only, but sixteen point eight percent still significant. Wonder what were, that were males.
1: Wonder if that's changed now in two thousand
0: eighteen. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it definitely would two thousand nineteen
1: yeah wait are, we are you in living 2009? in the past i am gosh that's crazy anyway i'll just remember that it's 2019 so back to the future there yeah um but yeah i think they're really good statistics to just touch base on we'll go into a bit about our own stories now and hopefully that's a nice kind of way Segway. to link it all in yeah so no
0: brand placement there sorry
1: <laughs> so do you want to go and kind of go in? Yeah, I'll kind of summarise
0: my experience with it. Um, I think pr- pretty much from when I was—I d- I, I don't want to say this because it sounds bad—but from um, being in a, a family that moved a lot,
1: yeah,
0: uh, I had that kind of settling into a place and then being moved again. So having to do that all over again when you're quite young, is, I, I think, yeah, that's maybe... it's hard. It's it is hard and it's difficult, but I think I because I had such great parents.
1: Yeah, um, your parents are amazing. Yeah,
0: I mean they they've got a great bond. Uh, they raised me fantastically. They were great parents. They were just awesome.
1: They did raise you, and, and I wouldn't be well.
0: I wouldn't be strong as strong or as emotionally mature as I am now. I think if I didn't have that foundational base, yeah, I agree, which is something that I think. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a big impact in today's society because you know, my parents are still together, whereas
1: yeah, that's
0: quite rare the, now. Yeah, I mean, it is quite rare now, it, especially amongst my friends.
1: Yeah, I think it's really great that we have that balance because you don't get attached to things so much.
0: Oh yeah, so having moved, having to move every couple of years when I was younger, I think it gave me that kind of. It gave me that mindset that not everything's permanent, and you know I don't I don't mind leaving home now or going somewhere for a couple of weeks because I know it's not permanent. You know I, I know I'm always coming home.
1: Yeah. Whereas I'm on the other extreme and I get really attached to people <laughs> and places and it's quite funny. I was telling Matt a story the other day when I used to stay at my nans for the weekend. I used to obviously when I was a kid, I used to go to each room and kiss the walls goodbye because I used to be so, <laughs> I was so sad to leave. I mean, I still stay at my nan's now every now and then. Like um, I don't. Changes. I don't kiss the walls now. <laughs> Big
0: lip marks on the wall <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: behind the pictures. <laughs> but um, I
1: still do love staying at my nan's.
0: Was it that, is that? Is that because you were attached to places? Because you attached people to places, whereas because I've moved around yes. a lot, maybe I just attached, I didn't have that attachment in my brain. Maybe I didn't attach people to places. Yeah, I
1: think it was definitely people to maybe places. Maybe I just
0: attached to people. And people, are, people aren't
1: attached know, to those places. Yeah, yeah, people aren't.
0: You know, they're not stationary. They move. They're fluid. You know. Yeah.
1: No, I think your that's family, definitely my what is. family, could
0: be all over the place in the country, and I'd still feel fine you because still feel, they're at the end of a phone call or yeah. a, a short drive away.
1: You know that. Yeah, that's very true. It's
0: a good point. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think from that, moving on to boarding school, ah, uh, this is the story. I, I had a, a best friend. This was my only brush with mental health really and and it's knock-on effect throughout boarding school I think I had a best friend um for around I think it was three or four years something like that
1: okay
0: and um as is the nature in the RAF his dad got posted I mean it was, he was either posted or he left the RAF I can't really remember now it was a long time ago <laughs> um so yeah it was just out of the blue he just came up to me and said oh we're moving and I'm like, oh, cool, you know, where are you moving? I guess that's Thinking what he'd say, right. you know, one of the other RAF, bases, other RAF bases in the country, which isn't that far away.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't have been as much.
0: And uh, sure. he just came out with, I'm moving to Australia. So he couldn't have really moved any further away.
1: On the side of the world. That's yeah. really sad when you're young, though.
0: It was sad, and I think.
1: Your best friend.
0: I, I, I don't know what I did. I think I just shut down. I had this kind of. W- this real withdrawal withdrawn into had myself. It had quite a big
1: impact on
0: you. Yeah. It, I from mean, what you told me. But this, this not had a knock-on-off effect uh, in, on my experience in boarding school, I think. We were in... We, we spent year seven together. So we had that year together in year seven and then he left in year eight. So I, I must have been, what, 12? Yeah. 13 when he left? So it's still quite young. Still trying to figure stuff out.
1: It must have been quite lonely as well.
0: Yeah. I, well, I think that's what it was. I think I was lonely and I isolated myself out of some punishment to myself I don't know why yeah Um, but yeah I just fell into a crowd of people that were a bit odd they they weren't bad in any way they didn't do like drugs or anything but they weren't particularly friendly
1: or nice didn't bring to me positive vibes
0: yeah so I I didn't make it any better for myself I just kind of wallowed in my own self pity for seven years which was nice Um, so yeah I mean the only real issue or contact I've had with mental health other than that is perhaps some anxiety.
1: Yeah, well, you mentioned one example to me not long ago when you used to walk down the road at uni sometimes. Yeah,
0: so I would, I would go from my house to the gym um, and it was it was maybe a 10, 15 minute walk if you were slow. Um, and I remember having my headphones in and walking up the street and, and just having this real niggly voice in the back of my head of thinking that people were looking at me and um that would really affect me I would be like well that person's looking at me and there's so that person as well so everyone must be looking at me and I you, you know you'd have to check yourself you'd have to go well, you know, did, I, you? did I put my clothes on yeah
1: <laughs> like a dream when you yeah
0: but then it was real it had a real impact I mean luckily I wasn't um, consumed by. I was lucky enough yeah. to be strong and just turn up my heavy metal grunge and <laughs> power <laughs> on through.
1: You were aware of your thoughts.
0: But that, that was my coping strategy. I was I was self-aware enough to know that people couldn't give a flying toss about me and they weren't looking at me.
1: Yeah. I think it's great that you had that though Otherwise, yeah. if you didn't not everyone does have that but that's great that you were self-aware.
0: Yeah. So I think that's I mean I wouldn't class myself as one of those four or one out of those four okay. people that would have a mental health issue only because my coping strategies were strong enough
1: Yeah, you are very good at thinking logically sometimes especially when I'm a, in one of those kind of mindsets where I'm a bit erratic But thats
0: I think that's something I gained from my parents I think yeah. that, that real ability to step back and just think of things not not so much in binary black and white but in a real logical step-by-step Yeah, by step but that's
1: really helpful way.
0: Oh, massively, it's helped me on no end
1: that sometimes helps me i know as well so i think i've got that from you
0: but yeah why don't i shut up now and you tell me about no
1: don't ever <laughs> shut up um yeah so it's kind of hard to summarize your story but i'll try and touch base on a few things um so i i grew up around a lot of mental health issues as a child um and a teen and an adult um it's really great that as an adult now I've spoken to a lot of people and everyone has a story pretty much and it's really great when I can have those conversations with people um but yeah I grew up with a parent that um had an alcohol addiction so that was um definitely a struggle at times and still today um is something that I work through um but yeah that I think that had a big effect on I me mean, when I got to uni. I would say that was the main point where I kind of realised the way I was feeling and certain emotions. Yeah. I think it was because... So pretty much I repressed my emotions for most of my life and then all of a sudden I had this freedom at uni to really be free of my thoughts and I was like, well, you this is too much.
0: Because <laughs> you weren't in that environment.
1: Yeah, I think just moving away from your the environment you've been in a long time um, can have a big effect.
0: Because you had experience of going back into that environment, didn't you? So did it did it change back? Did it revert? Did your mental processes revert back to yeah, where they were? Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. So that was kind of a struggle as well. But it was good to really have that freedom at uni, mm. to have those thoughts. It did kind of all come out in a bit of a splurge and it was a bit overwhelming, <laughs> but word. I worked through it. I'm still working through lots of emotions and anxiety does play a big part in my life each day um, sometimes more than others sometimes people see me and you think I'm the most confident person ever sometimes I'll be super antisocial so but I think I've got that's, like this 50/50 personality
0: that's most just like most people though I think most people would be like that yeah
1: most people
0: would have those kind of ins and outs
1: I think it's really popular actually especially when I talk to people and um, yeah I have a really funny story actually I hope um she doesn't mind me saying but I worked in a role not that long ago uh it was after finishing uni
0: I think I this. and
1: yeah <laughs> um I was still new to the role but there was a girl that was doing well women sorry I should say that was doing an internship and it was her first few weeks there I'd been there n- not much longer but maybe just over a month or so and I was like how's it going are you enjoying it um you know like how's how's your first week been or whatever and she was like yeah really great thanks yeah really good uh yeah i i'm really enjoying it and i was just like are you, are you sure like you're okay are you sure? yeah <laughs> <Are> you <laughs> and sure? I was like I know that people constantly ask that when you first start a job and you're like yeah so great and we literally were laughing so much because we literally looked at each other and we were like you know when you just say that and you're like yeah so great thanks going really well and you walk into the toilet and you just cry and I think a lot of people can relate to that when you're new as well and you struggle with anxiety but mm-hmm. we had a laugh about that because I just think it's so funny how we all a lot of the time put on this act and then actually it's not really how you're feeling but i i think it's it's i'm waffling on now but in what environments pardon
0: you spoke up to each other
1: oh yeah i think i felt this you know
0: and that communication was there
1: yeah i kind of felt that we were on the same level and yeah, that we were playing. yeah so that yeah we definitely yeah we created a bond and then it was so nice because we could just be real with each other it's like how draining is it to just be
0: or put on this facade, yeah, this, this it, act, is exactly.
1: It? And I don't want people to think that every conversation I've had with people is an act. It's not. No, no. But sometimes I do feel antisocial and don't want to talk, and I'm not okay. And sometimes.
0: But uh, you talk up. You you talk to someone when you? you speak up.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think it's just it is definitely interesting in work environments, and we're going to talk about that a bit more and yes. hopefully have some people on the and talk about that as well because There's so many
0: great guests like that
1: yeah already and i we really appreciate people being so positive and wanting to speak to us so many people have different careers that we know so it'll be really interesting to see what different careers entail yeah, the envi- coping are. Strategies, yeah. yeah exactly some friends we know are in some crazy environments and yeah really intense environments and some are a bit more relaxed than others so it'd be good to just chat to as many people as possible but yeah so that's a bit about my story um but we do want more questions we want people to ask more questions and you yeah. can email
0: us i'm gonna say the email again i think i've already said it but i'm gonna say it again so write it down get on your notes on your phone now okay you on <laughs> right here it is it's abnormally 65 at gmail.com abnormally 65 at gmail.com
1: yeah please ask us some questions but i think we... we're we
0: also on instagram sorry oh
1: yeah we're
0: at ab normal podcast oh sorry at underscore no at a b underscore normal podcast that's
1: it we're still new to it so
0: at a <laughs> b underscore normal podcast perfect
1: Instagram. i don't know if we've mentioned that already in podcasts or not we probably we have. probably like really promoting but yeah we want people to talk so
0: we want this to be a force for good don't we?
1: exactly yeah but I mean- leading
0: on to that i think Maybe we should do some questions now?
1: Yeah, well, it's really great. We've already got questions um, from friends and family. We've picked we out prepared. two. Pardon?
0: We came prepared.
1: We did. We <laughs> picked out two really great questions that we want to answer. And I'm quite excited, actually. I've got a few notes. Yeah, me too. So what was the first question?
0: You want me to say the first question? Yes. So the first question we got was, how important is it to have good mentors at work?
1: Ooh that's a really good question I like that one so
0: how how important how important do you think it is to have good mentors at work
1: um I think it is really really important actually I really like this question um I think when you're new you can feel a that, lot ma- of an-
0: that anxiety just goes through the roof right When you it
1: does yeah I think that's pretty much for most people anyway even if you don't deal with anxiety on a day-to-day basis um so that is something that is really helpful just to have someone you know you can go to. And I think that should be presented from the workplace quite quickly, mm. that this is an option. I think all workplaces should do it. Um, whether you're super young, super old, middle-aged, I think everyone should have a mentor. Interesting point is in a job that I did after uni, mm-hmm. um, well, in one of the many jobs <laughs> that I've had after uni, is I worked at this place and it was quite a small company, but they suggested to someone to have this buddy scheme. Um, We're
0: seeing these more more and more now
1: yeah so the yeah they just said you know pick someone that you can kind of just buddy up with and you can go and sit on the sofa and they'll see you there i know i had that. someone but. can come over oh did you yeah, see, yeah. that's amazing
0: so i had i had specific time scheduled into my routine that's uh, really my good daily routine to have you know half an hour with a mentor to sit and talk about all the issues that I had.
1: I think that's really great because actually, there's so many issues that you or worries that you could be feeling or facing. Mm. And, and if you have a mental health been. problem
0: uh, with anxiety, you bottle it up, don't you? So
1: exactly. But then that
0: that pressure and that stress at work mm. is going to affect every other aspect of your life.
1: Exactly, and you're going to be knackered. And you work all the time, pretty much. I, I know most people work <laughs> yeah. like five days I know a week, you are. so yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you spend so much time there. I think it's so important to have that happiness and balance at work. And so many issues people have already been through at work and have faced that, that can give you advice. And sometimes it helps if they've, you know, they're a bit older and they've been through. Hmm.
0: So like having a, an older brother, isn't
1: it? Yeah, exactly. They've been through.
0: See, I think I think mentors go further than that. I think they shape our very lives.
1: I agree because you you've.
0: I mean. You referencing back to something earlier on in the podcast that I would say that I picked up now. I wouldn't have done psychology at uni. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. If I hadn't had a fantastic teacher and mentor at college. See. I mean, I, I'm going to say she was a mentor more than a teacher because she wasn't She wasn't that stereotypical. Yeah. I'm the teacher, you sit there and I just talk at you. She, she very much was... She felt like a mother almost. And I wouldn't have done psychology. I wouldn't have even looked at it because I never had any interest in psychology before I never had any background in it and if she if it wasn't for her being such a great teacher and mentor yeah she made it fun like she she wants I wanted to do more in her lessons I I couldn't wait for her you know for her mentorship
1: yeah because probably because she was so passionate mm. um, about what she was teaching so you think, just coming back to the question you, you think it's really important to have a mentor
0: yeah I think good mentors in the workplace especially um, can alter the experience you have in a job
1: 100% Massively. like
0: if you went into a job that you weren't particularly excited about but you had a fantastic mentor yeah. and you really enjoyed that job because of them you're more likely to stay there and be, and be more productive I mean it makes sense from exactly. a business point of view To have a mentor.
1: I agree. And I think...
0: But picking and choosing those mentors correctly.
1: Yeah, and you can. A lot of places, a lot of workplaces, you can choose your mentor who you want. Obviously, if they're, you know, they're available and happy to do so. But I think that's good if you can choose a mentor or kind of mention someone you admire the way they work or something like that. But I think, like, you tapped on the education part. I think it's really good to have a mentor in... School or college or university, um, you know, if you are
0: everywhere in your entire life. Yeah,
1: exactly, Well, everywhere. Yeah, I agree. But you you but don't I...
0: have to have, you don't have to have that personal relationship with a mentor, do you? You can have mentors from outside.
1: Outside, you, you yeah. don't even have
0: to see the mentor. You can, you can have a mentor in any form.
1: Oh, I was going to say, actually, I had a mentor, um, and it wasn't someone. I, it was a professional work, working professional in, in media, but it mm. wasn't someone I worked with. So,
0: so this is someone you reached out to.
1: Yeah, and it was when I was looking for work, and I just didn't really know where I was going. And we met for a coffee a few times, and mm. that was so helpful as well. Also, just kind of getting out of the house and
0: yeah,
1: having those chats. Is
0: that human interaction? Is yeah, space, space. exactly.
1: Especially if you're looking for work, it can become yeah. quite. Um, you can feel quite isolated yeah exactly but I got loads of useful information and you make those connections and stuff like that but I think at university that was definitely really important for me Um, and had a big impact because of my dissertation tutor was so encouraging so
0: I have a question for you what what makes a good mentor for you I know we say why is it important or how is it how important is it to have a good mentor at work? But what makes a good mentor for you? Well, if you could summarise it in perhaps three qualities,
1: I would say they have to be passionate.
0: Yeah, so passionate. I think that's. I yeah, agree. I agree.
1: Um, encouraging mm-hmm. and supportive.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah. It's good. yeah what fair about
1: enough.
0: you? I think. I think they've got to be open.
1: And Ooh, socially,
0: I think there's there's a certain amount of social skill there. Yeah. That they have to be aware socially. Yeah. So they, they have to be knowledgeable, um, friendly, and I think passionate as well.
1: Passionate. I think, yeah, I really like yours as well, being open and just... Good at listening,
0: I think. So how fun. do you how do you think you can deal without mentors at work? So if you went into a Ooh, job,
1: you flip the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you went into a job, and there was no mentor scheme, there was nobody scheme. It mm-hmm. was just here's your work, here's all the online documents telling you how to do your job. Flick through them, take a whole day to read through them, and do this online test. I mean, you have a line manager, but they're not a mentor. They've got their yeah, own job to do. exactly. So how can you deal without mentors at work? If you wanted to be successful and motivate yourself?
1: Yeah, I think that that happens a lot. A lot of workplaces don't have mentor schemes yet, Eva, and I have been in that situation. Um, I think, like I mentioned earlier, definitely look for someone out, like a professional out of the workplace, mm. um, that's not a friend, that's not a family. If you want it purely like a professional kind of mentorship, look for someone, whether you search on LinkedIn or you know someone through another friend or connection um that in something you kind of want to do or might you might want to do that I think look for someone like that I mean you can message people on LinkedIn nowadays and just search up kind of industries and look at what companies people work for and drop them a message so it's so easy nowadays with social media and different social platforms so LinkedIn is a good one for that um yeah that would be my advice what would you say
0: could you use celebrities I know I know me personally for motivation I'm yeah the, I'm the name drop here okay. I I listen to a lot of Gary V. Uh, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk's podcasts
1: well and he exactly. is
0: he is incredible if you haven't listened to his podcast why not first
1: of all <laughs> um, good, how
0: have you been living under a rock what's wrong with you he's amazing um he just has this infectious positivity yeah. And motivation like I, w- I just do a podcast and I want to go and do a million things um, but I think also he I do I do think over this last summer holiday I hit a real point where I was just like he has a, a no nonsense attitude and okay. he just says he doesn't he swears a lot so he doesn't give a F what you think
1: yeah you he's know, quite he just, crazy he,
0: he will do what he wants basically um, and that, that i think that struck a call to me really 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 like powerfully this summer
1: to just go for it just do it just yeah. do it
0: i just thought you know f it
1: yeah like this podcast trying to keep it clean we've wanted to <laughs> we've wanted to do it for a while and actually matt was the main driving force yeah to just do it well it wasn't me it was gary v yeah <laughs> it's something we wanted Someone to, to catch, do for so long <laughs> yeah
0: but do you think you can use a celebrity like that to motivate yourself to have to be mentored at work i mean they're perhaps not going to show you how to use excel but yeah i going you know, give you that motivation and passion yeah no i doing? agree
1: i think i i love listening to a podcast especially if you know i'm struggling with anxiety as well i do like listening to um, you're gonna name drop as well i'm gonna name drop oh. i like listening to fern cotton's <laughs> happy place podcast and that always just makes me feel really good it comes out every monday she's great. So she yeah she talks to really interesting people so yeah look for different podcasts well that
0: podcast is just one medium isn't it i mean yeah
1: but there's loads
0: there's loads of different areas in which you can get mentors yeah, oh, yeah. i mean even from the past well, in, in and yeah. books. Yeah. i've
1: just finished one
0: um it's got another swear word yeah
1: it
0: seems to be a link here doesn't there seems to be a theme
1: yeah oh, swear words and mentors. <laughs> i don't want to swear but it it's kind of like a self-help book that i've just finished reading um if you're interested just drop me a, a message and ask me self-help um, books are great
0: i've read a lot of them but yeah if you want if you want to find out what that book is maybe we could put a link to it in the in the podcast description
1: yeah exactly um, or
0: beth will post it up on our instagram page and you can go and see that there
1: if that's something people are interested in i I can recommend some self-help books that I've found helpful yeah me too but we we do have a second question yes
0: I was going to push us on to that second question <laughs> do you want to say this one because we've rambled on about that first one
1: yeah so this is a second question from a family member um it's how do you figure out what is important to you it's quite a hard question isn't it
0: yeah it's a very floaty question as well isn't it it's yeah, not very so specific but
1: good question but quite hard to answer but we'll try
0: I'll try and answer it I'll try and answer it specifically
1: okay um, Both because I, I, and, and
0: quite concise Yeah. so I think how do you figure out what's important to you I think for me I had a real turning point this summer as I mentioned
1: yeah you did and
0: how did I figure out what was happening to me I mean I love some of my hobbies and I want to do more of those um, I think I think I pretty much ask myself what makes me, what makes me happy, uh, within my friends, relationships, hobbies, life, work, etc., and what makes me unhappy, and I try to balance that work life uh, ratio uh, so that there's more life, right? I mean, yeah, I want my I want my career to be successful and you know life changing and all those other fantastic words, yeah. But I also want it to be I also wanted to support my life. I don't want my life yeah. to support my work. No. I want my okay. work to support my life.
1: Yeah.
0: So, it's it's very important to me that I save
1: mm-hmm. my money. Of course. But
0: I also spend it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you only get one life, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very, yeah. <laughs> very, very important, yeah. So, I, I mean, if you want to find out what's important to you, I think there's a million different ways you can do it and and none of those ways will fit everyone. So I think you have to keep trying. I think it's like it mm. is like going to the gym, isn't it? Yeah. So what makes me strong, it's not one thing. You're not going to go and do one exercise. No. Do a million different exercises. Just try try those find things. the ones that you like, set up a plan, and there you you're, you're mm. away, you know?
1: Yeah, I kind of Keep changing it that. as well.
0: You know, I will relate a lot of these things back to the gym because it's I think it's they're very similar. Um so write yeah, no, it down. I, like that. I mean, what did we do?
1: Yeah, so when...
0: Would
1: you like to touch on that? Yeah, no, I really like your idea of just writing it down. Actually, I wanted to do a list this weekend, and I will try and do that tonight, just of what makes me happy and what doesn't make me happy. I think just doing that regularly as well. I think place. I'll start doing that, yeah. So do I'm going to do it. Um, we When I was struggling in um, one job after university, a uh, f- few different things, but I was just struggling... Um, Mentally a little bit, and one thing that me and Matt did each evening before we went to bed was just write three things that we were grateful for that day or what made us what happy. made us happy something just you know what was important to us. what was important to us um so we did that each night and it was kind of like a ritual, and that really made I was saying to you the other day we haven't been doing it for a while, but mm. I really needed that at that point, and you supported mm, and me it service doing service. that. And it, and it was great for both of us because it was quite hard
0: some nights. Though, it wasn't was it?
1: really hard, and it just it's, it's like crazy. If you had
0: a crappy day at work, you know, you really had to search
1: for that, yeah, that thing that
0: was important to you and, and made you happy. And we
1: did, and there's always something you can, you can, yeah, touch even if on. it was just,
0: I think, I, many times I just put my health. Yeah. You know, I was I was happy and healthy. Well, exactly. not, I was Not happy and healthy, but I was healthy, healthy and I had yeah. a I had a roof over my head. A and it family. was those simple those real simple kind of foundations of, that we all take for granted anyway.
1: Yeah, that's what I love just really peeling it back and just like focusing on They were important on to us, right? Those yeah, those really big staples that are so basic and simple in life.
0: But I think if you're going to if you're going to try and figure out what's important to you in other aspects of life, I think you really have to you almost have to strip them back. Yeah. And just say what's important to me here. I write it down. I'm a big fan of. I'm a visual yeah, learner. I am I'm, as well. I've, I've spent enough time in education to know that I'm a visual learner. I'm not an auditory learner. No. I'm not a, a kinesthetic learner. I'm a very visual. Learner. I am as well. I, I actually, I would say I was more like a, a learning through doing, learning through seeing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I mean, when I learn through. Hearing, I have to. Like, I listen to an educational podcast, and I have to go back, you know, a right. minute and I listen have to it to again.
1: Do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I think write it down.
1: I yeah, I do love writing stuff down, just to kind of having it in front of you. Take those thoughts from just you know words in your head to words in front of you. But I I wrote a few notes to this question, tapped on what you already said, try and lots of different things experiencing certain Mm. situations because by that you through that you can learn about what makes you happy and what you need in life um just listening to yourself and stop caring about what other people think is like if you really like make practice that and i definitely need to practice that a lot more um if you really keep practicing just focusing on what makes you happy and stop caring about what other people think you'll actually if even if you write it down you'll realize that most of the stuff you're doing isn't actually what
0: it's (laughs) not for you yeah it's
1: for other people especially for that's my case as well you can't Um, serve
0: from an empty vessel can you
1: exactly so yeah just kind of realizing what makes you happy not what other people want um but yeah work is a good one to relate to this question i think
0: it consumes i think early in people's careers it consumes your life really doesn't it you you your work overtakes your life yeah you don't because have a work-life you want balance to,
1: yeah and I think that's very hard so I think one question that I tapped on with my younger sister yesterday actually is you need to ask yourself what do you base your self-worth or your happiness on mm. What, and is that your career is that you know
0: is lip- it taking pictures of stuff like, yeah like, you know is yeah, it skateboarding
1: is it family you're very family orientated is it um, just making your own business or it could be anything anything be. is it kind of making your home really lovely what do you base your happiness on and everyone is going to be so different some people want to work 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 like you know work their way to the top work every day every night and that's how they find their happiness yeah, but that's fine. for someone else that's not going to be what they want
0: But um, I think once you've found what makes you happy I think I think our answer is do more of it
1: yeah just do just, do more do it. of it just find yeah. what makes you
0: happy do more of that thing find what makes you unhappy and do less of that thing yeah
1: and i think I mean, if
0: you strip it back and make it that simple
1: i know it sounds so simple doesn't it but it,
0: but it, it could be that simple
1: <laughs> and it really is and i think this conversation is definitely kind of reinforcing that in my head as well just do what makes you happy obviously you know it it isn't always that easy with bills and finance and stuff like that
0: but get that sorted first like yeah. go to work for my rent and my bills that's sorted now the rest of it yeah I mean is for me to do what I want like, I know I've recently like I love cars you do love I, cars I love cars <laughs> I, I am a typical man I love tinkering with cars I just love cars and I've, <laughs> I've recently picked up uh, I, I borrowed a friend's camera yeah
1: thank you very much camera. for that if
0: you're listening um <laughs> And I just started taking pictures of cars. And some of them were rubbish. Some of them were really rubbish. Some of them were amazing.
1: Really amazing,
0: yeah. Um, And I've, you know, I've I've done more of that. I just do more.
1: Just do more, yeah, do more of what you love. Um, I know it sounds very kind of hippie-like, but not a lot of people do that, and... Mm.
0: But we make it sound easy here, just saying do more of it. But we have to make you aware. I think this, I think for myself, self-awareness Takes time and practice. Yeah, and just like the gym.
1: Can I just yeah you like <laughs> the to the gym? But can I just say we're very much practicing this ourselves right now. Oh, so, 100%
0: percent. We're going for um, it. Yeah, we've, we've been going for it, it, it this summer,
1: really. I think going to Portugal, having that week off, made us really reflect on. It
0: just, was the best summer holiday I think personally my in my life I've ever
1: had. Yeah, it was massive week of reflection, wasn't it? But
0: it was it was so important to me because it was a point where. I clicked. Something clicked in my brain. Yeah. And I just thought, I'm not happy with what I'm doing. I'll find what I am doing that's making me happy and I'll just do more of it. Yeah,
1: but do you know... And I've,
0: I've set up my life in that way to do more of the yeah. stuff that I love. It's It has been... Not that simple, but it was... It took a long time to get to that point. But then after yeah. that, just
1: simple. But do you know what I think it was, and this is why I recommend really taking holidays
0: Yeah, 100%. Change of environment. Change of environment.
1: Change of you environment. you just really need that time to just have those thoughts to yourself and just have that space whereas you can't get that if you're in work every day or do like really busy all the time it so clouded, doesn't it doesn't your, your,
0: your vision your mental vision becomes clouded. yeah the more tired you just get have time the more tired you get the, the less able you are to understand what's going on yeah and you
1: just yeah you kind of close down so matt and i hadn't been on holiday or we'd never been on a summer holiday
0: never had a summer holiday together together,
1: can i just say that's together oh
0: yeah obviously.
1: we'd 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 been been on the winter holiday but we hadn't been on the summer holiday together and we've been together for a while now so that was our first summer holiday and it was a very good one but um yeah (laughs) we hopefully will go on many more in the future but i think i don't think we've I
0: I don't think we've answered that but I think
1: yeah we have.
0: Okay, then we have. Cool. Well, I think there we, we go. Have. Then. Do
1: you think is there anything Well, else I, d- I don't you know. I mean, add?
0: it's very it's very difficult, isn't it? So how do you figure out what's important to you? Seems like a very simple question, but it there is no answer. There's no one answer fits all, is there? It's no. just try a million things. Try a million things. Write stuff
1: down. Write stuff
0: down. Um keep a journal, you know.
1: Definitely a fan Talk a to
0: someone. Um spray paint it on your bed sheets or something i don't know whatever whatever it is that works for you it's, yeah. it's not about one size fits all no. that's that's the point here put
1: yourself it? first
0: exactly so is there anything else you'd like to add to that no i
1: think i kind of tapped on that i could talk Perfect. all day but
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i think i think we'll just kind of um head towards the end of this podcast by giving you other podcasts and links
1: Ooh,
0: yeah the have helped us that we found that you know perhaps we feel that are important or portray a good message and we'll give them to you so you can go and check them out.
1: We did already name drop. We, <laughs> we already name love. dropped. Oh, this, Gary Vee, but... go and check him out. My goodness, he yeah. is just amazing. Fern Cotton, like yeah, I'm Fern Cotton, for. Happy
0: Place, go and go and listen to her podcast. Um, I used to listen to her on Radio One back in the day. Or yes, I am that old. <laughs> um, <laughs> not saying that she's old. She's, you know. I'm <laughs> Please don't hate me, fan. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I um, like Table Manners by Jessie Ware as well. That's a good one. That's a bit more light-hearted. But...
0: Perfect, yeah. I mean, I've not actually listened to Jessie Ware's podcast. Is she the singer?
1: Yeah, she's a singer. Sorry, What's I was on? only meant to do one. No, but... you can do two. Okay.
0: You can do two. Um, I was just going to give you one at the moment. Um, I, I heard... I've recently just, through some research, I found this podcast... Uh, it's by two Irish guys. I think they're Northern Irish. Yeah, It's a very strong accent. I can't remember. Which
1: oh, wait, one not like, I'm half Irish and I don't know the difference. Oh between well, the accents. you're no help then.
0: <laughs> um, it's called Just Man Up. Now it's it's talking about um, men's mental health in Ireland. Uh, it's it's it is you know geared towards mainly the male half of our listenership. But yeah. Uh, just Man Up podcast it's it's two guys Craig and Alan they're on 16 episodes now quite a few that's quite a few uh, but they're talking about men's mental health you can f- go and follow them on Instagram uh, he's at Alan O'Connor 2 um, Alan O'Connor 2 there's no um, what's it called My hyphen or anything no apostrophe oh yeah is it apostrophe What you know, o- O'Connor oh
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah there's no apostrophe it's okay. just all one word uh, but they're fantastic, like, they talk about uh, men's mental health and just, that. just man up is a is a term that they take particular offence to. Because what is manning up? I mean, it's just...
1: Yeah, I hate that phrase.
0: What, what is that? It doesn't even make any sense. No,
1: and I hope that's not being used anymore. Or
0: yeah, just woman up. Hopefully it's is just... that one? Just woman up? No,
1: that's not one actually. We should
0: reclaim that though, you should reclaim it. Not we, because I I can't. <laughs> but you should reclaim it. Like just woman up. You just be strong and talk about things like.
1: In, yeah, in the way. You could use whatever
0: it is. Like the the whole language behind these words is it's it's fluid, isn't it? It's whatever we want it to be. We we attribute certain aspects to it in our mind, but Got to set a trend. Yeah. So go and check them out, Craig and Allen, Just man up podcast. You'll thank me later.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think that's coming towards the end of our podcast hopefully we haven't rambled too much hopefully we've
0: given you guys some
1: (laughs) great advice and please do give us any questions um that you'd like us to answer send them through and we'll thank you very much for listening yeah thank you thank you for the support already to everyone that's sent us a message or um you know praised us on social media but we all um, love you we love you <laughs> yeah we'll we'll be doing another one next week so yeah we'll
0: try and do this every week in. but we're extremely busy so i mean we're just very busy people aren't we bethany so city
1: city life yeah, but, yeah
0: in the rat race <laughs> But we'll do this every week and um, put it out so share tell your friends tell your family and uh yeah thank you very much for listening bye
1: guys